We're back on live. Oh, hey, y'all. I guess it's live. Hey. No, well, I mean, it's live. Recording live. Live, live recording. It won't be live for them. Right. After a two-week hiatus. Yeah. It, I thought it was like three. Has oh, it been three? Yeah, because so. yeah, oh, it has yeah, been it was, three. Yeah. It's been a minute. San Francisco. And Welcome then I back, y'all. Public, right. And then Welcome we also back. took a break just for like, because I know I was out of town for like two weeks by myself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then we but took no, a, I was out. Well, one of those weeks I was with you, not by myself. Yeah. You. Yeah. And then we took a break. Just a break, break. Yeah, mm-hmm. a lot of stuff and going on. And I'm glad we did, cause like y'all, I we know. could have done a podcast last week. Mm-hmm. And but I feel it all. like if we would have done one last week, like, it's yeah, screaming out, kill white people, right? The cops evil, black people take over Earth. Like, we was definitely we were all in our feelings. So I'm glad I've had a chance to calm down. Yeah, definitely. I still feel some kind of way. Yeah, but a lot has developed since last week too. That's true too. I see your true colors. I need to say that to a lot of y'all and <laughs> true colors have come shining through haven't they mm-hmm. i've definitely had quite a few confrontations over the last week oh by the way i'm the i'm eric and i'm mike and here we are here yeah. we are here we are <laughs> normally we sing it yeah but yeah. you know we ain't singing we ain't shucking and chiving for y'all i'm not here for no. your entertainment no <laughs> we are more than our notes you don't no. want to mess with me. Still, shout I out to, <laughs> Shout out to Pink. Shout out to Pink. Shout out to Pink. Yes. Shout out to Pink. What yeah. did Pink do? There are a few white people who I love a billion <laughs> times more. Yeah. I always thought Pink was a great singer. Yeah. Same. Um, I never had any ill feelings towards her on, on any level, but I really, like, I've always thought she was cool, but mm-hmm. I like, I really like her now because she posted up something that was basically like, um, Black Lives Matter. If you don't have, if you have a problem with it, unfollow me right now. Oh, and, and there were a lot of. Uh, I went to our page. There were a lot of other posts that she put. Yeah. Oh yeah. She, she, put, I mean, she put Black Lives Matter. Black Lives mm. Matter. Black yeah. Lives Matter. <laughs> yeah. She. Philando Castile. She, like it was. She was like, like if you have a problem with a it, fuck you. Oh wow. Like, it was like yeah. it was it was okay. real. And there was a um Miss Effervescence. I don't know if she listens, but mm-hmm. you know her from our, yeah. our Instagram friend. Mm-hmm. She's she's white. She is so aware of everything. Yeah. Like yes. not just like uh black white race relations, but just of uh, like. Women's she's the most issues. aware person yeah, yeah. I've ever like encountered in, in yes, life she is. overall. But Thank she you. was just, you know, mm-hmm. there are a few people who just really, yeah, like I just, I guess. Well, we can actually start there. Black lives matter versus all lives yeah, matter. Can we just like, for I know a lot of you listening, y'all <sighs> mm-hmm. already know. Topic one. But can we no. just <laughs> explain to people why that's so irritating? Why it's, ra- I personally feel like all lives matter in the context in which it is used is racist. Mm-hmm. And do y'all want to? Well, I, yeah. Well, I was just gonna say, I feel like it. I mean, All Lives Matter didn't didn't start until Black Lives Matter did, and mm-hmm. it was just a way to shut Black Black Lives Matter down. So mm-hmm. whenever you know somebody says it, you know, Black Lives Matter. Oh, all but All Lives Matter. Yeah, we that's the we get that. The subtext like, is shut up. Right. That's that's all it is. Yeah. It's, it's a response to Black Lives Matter. Right. No, it, I agree. Yeah, it doesn't exist on its own at all. Yeah, I totally agree. And and the thing is, if if we're gonna say All Lives Matter, I know that ideally we mm-hmm. want all lives to matter i get that but they but don't. that's not the reason <laughs> right. that black lives matter was started and we know that all lives matter is not a reality right now well, right exactly so well we her, know it's not right exactly one of my students i explained to her like this i was like look my ex his mother died of cancer right during breast cancer awareness month he posts breast cancer awareness things mm-hmm. i don't i ain't never known my life See no post all cancers matter. What about prostate cancer? What about esophageal cancer? Right. What Never. about you know, nobody does that. And I was mm-hmm. like, why? Because you'd be considered a royal dick. Exactly. And then you have and here's the thing, I've seen one thousand and one analogies to show this is what we mean. Yeah. Black lives matter versus all lives they matter. Don't but they don't ear, they don't care. In one ear okay. out the other. Exactly. I'm gonna I, tell and you. that's if I hear one more analogy, and that's not for what you just said, I'm just saying oh, in no, general. No, no, yeah, yeah. Like the analogies are great, but if you don't believe what we're saying, then you're not going to give Michael, a fuck. Michael, you're so you know? right. Cause and I'm just like, what like, Look, it's like you got three cookies. Right. <laughs> right. No, for real. For real. Like, exactly. You know, they be like, look, right. two birds and a sparrow <laughs> walking to a bar. It's right. like, I've heard more stories. But this is now, right. I'm about to tell y'all, and I know y'all know, this is the psychology, in my mm-hmm. opinion. This is the psychology of why white people can't, why white people can't take it. Because... The reason why breast cancer awareness doesn't bother them and the reason why all the other hashtags and the reason why Orlando doesn't didn't bother them right. is because everything, this is the secret, and I'm about to make some of y'all mad, and I hope y'all hear me when I say this. Keep in mind, half, half European, okay? <laughs> me. Okay, can I just say half? So, um, 
white people, because of the way you're socialized, it is, being blocked out of something is incomprehensible to mm-hmm. you. Yes. And part of privilege and part of systematic racism is that you feel on a primal level, how dare you fence me out? White people can have cancer. White people can be gay. Mm-hmm. White people can't be black people. Right. And that's the part that is really pissing you off. Black Lives Matter is a is a movement. It's that just you- the thing is on a lower level, the same thing happened with black families be like. Y'all remember that? Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then all then of a sudden, white people, families be like came exactly. out. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So white people got really upset because they were locked out. And it was like, but it, we talked about it in a podcast. Yes, yeah, we, we did. did. White people, because the one thing they can't be mm-hmm. is black. So anytime there's a black hashtag, they immediately feel like they have to fight back. Right. Only with this. Yes. Mm-hmm. Only with this. Yep. Right. So because the thing is, white people can be Hispanic. Mm-hmm. White people can be a lot of things. Though, but because of the definition they created, white people cannot be black. They yep. lock, The irony is that they lock themselves out mm-hmm. and then they get mad when we flaunt that. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Even though we're not exactly bragging on people getting murdered by the police. Exactly. But my point is, anytime we highlight the fact that this is a black thing, mm-hmm. they can't... It, it, it's cognitive dissonance because they're like, no, but I'm white. Because the thing is, the, also the secret psychology is that white people... The reason why racism, for those of you, racism does not mean hate automatically. Racism does not mean mm-hmm. um, like active trying to hurt somebody. Racism is the fact that white means normal. Right. It's the fact that the white experience is considered the baseline human experience. And superior. And as yeah. such, mm-hmm. they have a serious problem with. I think white people are socialized to not be empathetic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's not good. We need that empathy. Cause, yes, and also, when you think about no, it, we do. the three of us, I was telling another student about this. This has been a constant discussion with my students. I have to know everything about white culture to be successful in this country. Right. And, it's, and on the music side, pertinent, pertinent to my job, I went to a university where European classical music was taught as music, mm-hmm. as if other yes. cultures had no music for the thousands of years that predate, mm-hmm. hundreds of thousands of years of musical systems and wonderful art that predates this European classical music. Yep. Right. It doesn't exist. European music is music. And that's all we and talked about in music history. Elective. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yep. My degree, I got a degree without having to know anything about anybody else's cultural, that's so cultural true. music. Yep. So that's that's incredible to me. Mm-hmm. Out of the whole world, European knowing European classical music made no, knowing European classical voice technique made me an expert in music and voice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's all I had to know was European. Mm-hmm. So the the world begins and ends with the world of music begins and ends with that, with yep. what white people do. Yep. And it's amazing because white people are taught that they are, they are life. White people get to be individuals, right? And black people, you're black people, right? Exactly, <laughs> right, exactly. And I'm sure you guys. Oh, I'm sorry, Doctor. No, you oh, I'm sure you guys have had many conversations over the last two weeks, and um, white people in general have been not everyone, of course, but have been shutting down even at the talk of oh, racism yeah. you know and it's been hard to carry on dialogue when there's so much animosity and i credit that as far as white people are concerned some white people not all white people but some white people are concerned is um white fragility i think is what it's called yes and uh-huh. so basically that's a concept that a white person immediately becomes defensive and becomes upset and just shuts the conversation down at the mention of there being racism because they feel that it's an attack on them. Mm -hmm. You know, and my thing is we know that not every white person is racist. Right. But if even the mention that racism exists and you have a problem discussing that and you get defensive and then you start to say that racism doesn't exist and I'm not that way. And what about this? Then you might have some hidden issues with mm-hmm. your biases yep. you know and so i think that's something that, well, that needs any, to be discussed what any and i know we're all biased to a certain extent well, yeah, but, yeah yeah go ahead what any intelligent white person or educate the least bit educated white person has to understand i think part of the reason why they get so upset is that mm-hmm. regardless of whether or not you believe that you actively participate in systematic racism right there's no question that you benefit from it exactly, exactly. like so and that's something you that can't be helped exactly like you know you do you know what i think of it's like when we talk about white privilege um you guys are familiar with sororities and fraternities? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, I mean, yeah, of course. But, <laughs> but what? Um, no. I mean, <laughs> listeners, are y'all familiar? Listeners? No. But, um, but, you know, there's a term called legacy. And a legacy is when you have a parent or maybe even a grandparent mm-hmm. who yeah. is already in a certain fraternity or sorority. So by just being born into the family, you have 
I guess, the privilege of going into that fraternity without any type of and I and I deeply need to interject type this, of something. So I can, I can already hear my white side resounding. Yeah. But my parents came in from insert European country here as immigrants, and we had to work just as hard as anybody yes. else. The white privilege doesn't mean and, that your life and, is right. effortless. It doesn't mean right. that you're not, it you don't work. Mean, it doesn't yeah. mean that you've never had any problems. It just means that your color has never been one of those. Problems. Exactly. And exactly. That's the privilege. Exactly. And that's what that's I see the with the privilege. whole fraternity sorority thing. You were born doesn't into it. Doesn't mean that you had an effortless yeah. life. Doesn't mean your people didn't work hard. Doesn't mean that you didn't earn what you got to some degree. It just means that out of all the problems that you could possibly have mm-hmm. you your, being white your skin was not color is one not one of them, them. exactly mm-hmm. there's an article i read and unfortunately i can't give y'all any points because i forgot about it already but the article says explaining white privilege to a poor white person and it was a testimony from this poor white woman who at first didn't get it yeah and so it was explained to her she's like oh i do understand now and so i'll like put some thoughts it's looking the at the presidents on the wall at school and having that sense of wow, I belong, and seeing only one black one, right, right, and seeing what is it, forty-four, yeah, other white ones, mm-hmm. and just having that sense of, mm, it's being treated poorly at a restaurant, mm-hmm. and not even once thinking, is this because I'm white? Exactly, right. Is that's white privilege in an, in another form? Yeah. So it's it's knowing that if you didn't get the job, it's not because your name sounded black. Right. Exactly. That's white privilege. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. I guess I do know why. I mean, I think it's unfortunate that people are, um, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? They feel so threatened by because, and you know, this whole system. I I've mean, been, I've been meditating on it and I get it's a mess. You know, we're three witchy, warlocky empaths. Mm-hmm. Now I'm thinking, how would I <laughs> feel if I was constantly being told? That I'm to blame for something that I genuinely feel like mm-hmm. I didn't do. Like I'm, I'm one of these people who I feel I'm a white person mm-hmm. in America. Yes, I know. And right into and, Mr. Hampton, and, and, and I feel write that I'm a white woman in, in America. America. <laughs> and and I feel like I feel like I genuinely I'm from California, mm-hmm. from the Bay Area, and I'm liberal as fuck. Mm-hmm. And I have a lesbian sister who married. Um, a black woman and they have an Asian baby mm-hmm. and I voted for President Obama and I legalized weed and I did all this stuff and I feel like I'm doing all the right and I, well not I legalized weed <laughs> but I voted for the legalization of weed all this stuff and I and I'm be, and I feel like I'm doing all the right things and yet I'm being told mm-hmm. that I'm a bad guy mm-hmm. and I feel like well I didn't even do anything all this stuff happened before I was born mm-hmm. and literally there's nothing i can do but i have this privilege and the thing is dear white people the answer is yes Mm -hmm. like the thing is no matter how good of a person you are the fact is because of the history of this nation Mm -hmm. you do benefit from what the bad guys did absolutely and that's the tough pill to swallow Mm -hmm. and no matter how you be a great person and, and change from here but the fact is your starting point is different from mine because of what the bad guys did and yes you do benefit from it whether you no matter how good you are and i think that's the part it it doesn't mean that you're not a good person right it just means that there's a bad system that's in place exactly and And ignoring it doesn't fix it and that's what black lives matters is trying to target is the system that's exactly and i think it's hard for people to get that yeah. yeah an example of why all lives matter is complete bullshit um a friend of mine was telling me about um his friend who um, there, there was a white gentleman who came on his page and was like, you know, our people are dying, too, because there was a, this guy that died like a year ago. He was killed by police. This white guy. And um, I didn't mean to say it like it doesn't matter, but I'm just saying like all lives matter. All lives matter. Yes, we know. Mm-hmm. But um, so the, the guy came on his page and he posted that mm-hmm. article and he was like, you know, see, our people are dying, too. So friend went to find that article from a year ago on his Facebook page and says, see, I posted this a year ago. See, that's your problem. All y'all want to do is just claim that mm-hmm. all lives matter. And y'all see these posts come out and say, see, our people are dying, too. But I already talked about this a year ago. That's the difference between all lives matter and black lives and- matter is that we still we're we we want police. Um, we want police to be accountable for the things that happen to everybody, not just to white people or black. people. Okay. Yeah. And also. With him saying that, we're not saying that no white person is suffering exactly. from these actions. We're saying that black people are disproportionately being gunned down in the streets. But we also recognize when other other things but happen to other people. Let me tell you what people. a racism really yeah. shows. Watch this. 
So all lives matter, right? Mm-hmm. How quick did them hashtags change to blue lives matter, though? Exactly. And, and, blue okay. ain't no so, life. That uh, ain't no color thank of no you. skin. Thank you. That is not the uh, color of anybody's skin. And yep. when you go home, when your blue life goes home at the end of the day, you can take that shit off. Right. You don't have to be blue 24-7. Exactly. And what about doctor's lives? Thank you. Or blue lives all more jobs matter. Lives. All jobs what matter. What about bus driver lives? Mm-hmm. Garbage job, man lives. All jobs matter. What about office workers? Some of them died in 9-11. Exactly. Prostitution lives lives matter yeah that's lawyers a job lives. sometimes mm-hmm. criminals attack the lawyers mm-hmm. they do it's true so fuck out of here with that babysitter lives sometimes they're sexually assaulted by the by the man of the house exactly now and, See, and again that's not to say of course y'all our, most of our listeners know us mm-hmm. uh, pretty well we're not saying that a cop deserves to die mm-hmm. like that's absolutely not we're no. not saying that innocent is innocent we were yeah. hurt by the dallas shooting probably just as much as anybody mm-hmm. but because life is life life is precious yeah, and we don't yeah. want to see anybody get shot in the head with a sniper rifle some of us i will say this i do have a facebook friend said you know they want to no. fuck ours we're gonna fuck no i know i know I don't get me wrong with the, with the picture of the person right, in the throat like, slit mm, don't get me wrong i i know but i know we I have a, yeah, yeah. T- yeah for the people in this yeah, room yeah we believe we believe that life yeah. is precious exactly. and we don't yeah. want to see it snuffed out by a sniper rifle right now with that being said now i'm only saying this because we gotta i'm really one thing we do is we hit every angle. So yeah, I, absolutely. When I bring stuff up, it does not necessarily mean that this is how I feel. Right. I'm just presenting it as a topic. Exactly. For discussion. Because mm-hmm. I I still have more to so, say about that. Oh wait, hold that thought. What we were just talking no, about. No. Yeah, but go ahead. Oh, but go, okay, ahead. go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I think it might still kind of bring. It I was making sure yeah. I cut you yeah. off. Yeah. No, no, that's mm-hmm. fine. So when black people, this is the thing. <laughs> I I already know where you're going with this because I because it's it. probably the same thing I was Come about to say. On statistically speaking right black people kill each other exponentially more than your chance of being killed by a black person are exponentially greater than your chances of being killed by a white person of any profession in this country mm-hmm. so my whole thing is we talked about white people suddenly rising up on this and i know people say but there are black people who fight gang violence and da, da, da. but do people en masse the black community as a whole will we be this passionate and this strong when our people are dying like you know heard about that weekend in chicago where they had like record numbers Crazy. of murders and stuff. yeah we kind of quiet on some stuff mm-hmm. and some people will say okay this seemed mighty random because like yeah i even saw some white people say okay i saw the video the cops was wrong true mm-hmm. but what about all them people and i see black people say but those people get arrested and they go to jail yeah but we killing each other like really a lot mm-hmm. like like rapidly and what i told my dude was this we give relationship advice a lot because people mm-hmm. ask us i've told many women and guys if people keep treating you like shit is often because you don't respect yourself right yep. and you don't love yourself mm-hmm. and sometimes i'm speaking in a very broad macrocosmic sense in a very kind of a law of attraction sense if we if you don't love and we've talked to ourselves about how you go into a store mm-hmm. and a black person treat the white person the cashier would treat the white person in front mm-hmm. of you better than they see them and as they superior. see you yeah they, they think they're not shit they think you're not shit right can we ever really expect equality if we don't value ourselves and is is it somehow giving white people permission to murder us if it seems like we don't give no fucks about our own lives? Here's well, what I think, but you can go first. Go no, ahead. No, uh, the only thing I was going to say about that is the only problem I have um, when that argument, well, I, I call it an argument, but I don't necessarily think it's an argument. It's I think, it's a, I think it's, a, it's a valid point. Yeah, but it's a diversion mm-hmm. from it, the point at hand. Exactly. It is yeah. a diversion it from is. the point at hand. Red the hair. only problem Sorry. I have with it is that most people know, or maybe not, they don't know because the media doesn't really portray it mm-hmm. this way is that most crime is intraracial. It's just, right, that just right. that's just a fact. Mm-hmm. And you know, yeah, 91% of the crimes committed uh, by black people are against other blacks. About 83% of the crimes committed by white people are against other whites. That's just, mm-hmm. I mean, you, you commit the crimes where you live. That's just mm-hmm. kind of how it works. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's the only, that's the only reason why I have, I take issue with that particular argument. I keep calling it an argument. I'm sorry, y'all. It's That's fine. just for, for the sake of this discussion, it's an argument. Mm-hmm. Um, um, damn, I forgot what I was about to say. Look at me. Go, keep go going. Ahead. Go no, ahead, what I was, was going to say let me, was. Let me, let me, let me no, no, you're good. What, what I was going to say was. <laughs> I just um, lost my train of thought. I, I, for myself, I'm able to multitask with different issues. Mm. And so, yes, it is true. Like with the weekend in Chicago, that blacks are killing blacks 
at a very high rate. Mm. But that still doesn't change what's happening yeah. with the yeah. law enforcement either. Yeah. So That's what essentially what mean? I was getting to. Right? We need to focus on what the law enforcement is doing, which is illegal, and we need to focus on what blacks are doing to blacks if we want to just rise overall. Right. You know? Exactly. What I want to yeah. touch on is the fact it's kind of a, hey, look over there kind of tactic. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And, yeah. that's, and I think that's what kind of Whenever I see it pop up, it's con- and most of the time it's coming from white people yeah. who don't really like. The, again, they watch the news, and that's all the news talks about is when a black person kills another black person, or when a white person kills a black person. Right. Because that's just they're perpetuating this situation. Dude, right and now. I, I would also say too, not to backtrack on what I just said, but also I do think that some black people are a little bit more desensitized. When we kill I each agree. other, of course, absolutely. Versus when cops do it. Now, absolutely. I understand the historical context. So, when we see a white person or a white cop do it, there's so much like, yeah, um, you know, it's loaded. Yeah, it's loaded. Yeah, Thank you. Exactly. It's so loaded. But at the same time, it's almost kind of like, oh my god, an intruder tried to kill one of my family members. That's horrible. We got to stop them. But then when a family member kills a family member, it's like, oh my god, you're my family. Like, why would you? Yeah. You know what I mean? So I get it on both sides. But I do think that one of the things you asked earlier. Will they take us seriously if they're always seeing us killing each other? That's no, they won't. Mm. Even though that doesn't justify it, though. Mm. But no, they'll look at it and they'll be like, "See, you kill each other, so why should we give a fuck?" For the record, I agree with all that, and I hate to quote Azealia Banks. Come on, oh god, oh, but, but, but <laughs> of all she people. said something that was smart. She was like, yeah. "It's not so much black on black crime as much as it is poor on poor crime." Mm. That's true. And so it's not so much that black random black people are just out there doing mm, it, right? True. But it's it's an impoverished kind. It's a people of low socioeconomic status for. A multitude of reasons right have this environment where that it's conducive yeah. for this kind of warlike culture um like the ghettos and the projects yeah yep. and i know. don't mean and, I, and for our listeners i don't mean ghetto when as a fan like oh that's so ghetto yeah, no, i mean what it is. literally me and marcus yeah. grew up with going to school with kids from the projects yes. a lot of our friends exactly. are dead now yeah. exactly Period. yeah you know like it just is what it just is what it is and do some and not like, to bring all the back to white people do yeah. some research on how we even got ghettos and projects like, exactly like, like yeah well Listen. and that's like i said it goes and <laughs> Yeah, and but, yeah. I don't get too ahead because I still have done a couple of other oh, things yeah, to go bring ahead, up. Because yeah, yeah. mm-hmm. that, that kind of was about to bring me to, so what do we do about yes. it? Yes. Because my yes. biggest gripe, as y'all know, I usually, I'm, I'm pretty calm today. Yeah, but yeah. But what irritates me the most is when black people go up and down through the history and down. of how we got here. And it's like, okay, we know no we're solution. here. And my, the thing I've said a billion times before mm-hmm. is the people who did it to us are not going to save us. Mm-hmm, they're and not. And yes, they keep fucking us. They're not. So at some point, it's, it's on us to mm-hmm. save ourselves. White Jesus ain't gonna come down and swoop down and save us. He's right. not. So now what? Because we know, like my homeboy told me, it's not like they just did it. They keep doing it. Okay, yes. And they're gonna keep doing it. So And they will right. continue to do so. And they've proven that. They've proven that they have no intention of rectifying the situation mm-hmm. themselves. So what? So if we, we cannot form a magical barrier barrier of complaining. So, <laughs> exactly. So what are we gonna... That's why well, I... No, I'm sorry. I'll go no, to you. no, I was just gonna say... The, I'll go to you. This is this is usually where I have a hard time trying to I have a hard time trying to figure this part out mm-hmm. only because when I look back at how this country was, quote unquote, founded mm-hmm. um, with the Declaration of Independence being signed while black people were in slavery. It's like it, none of that shit was ever created for us. Right. right? So it how do we how. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so how do we how do we combat that? How do we combat something that's ingrained in american and also can we be all the way and i, I really i saw somebody bring this up and i was like thank you mm-hmm. this part there was this white dude going on and on about how we never tried to raise ourselves up and he mentioned a bunch of things um the most recognizable to me was tulsa oklahoma mm-hmm. black wall street yeah and how the idea that blacks have been nothing but slaves and savages is a lie of yeah. course and we not only have we tried to do better in this country but we've thrived we've mm-hmm. done it mm-hmm. and then and then white the folks communities came in with down. government assistance have demolished us yep. and decimated those communities. Yep. Mm-hmm. And so while we were living peaceful, I think that what a lot of white people need to understand is that historically, and y'all be mad if y'all want to, but open up history book, Native Americans, the Asians, mm-hmm. the the, Polyne- the Micronesians, the, the the people of Hawaii, the Puerto Ricans, you guys don't just, inc- the Africans, obviously, you guys don't just encounter cultures. Right. You dwarf them and destroy them. And you're not necessarily better you're just more ruthless and have less of a sense of balance with mm-hmm. nature and with people. You're right. more disconnected and capable of like raping lives, people mm-hmm. and cultures. Yep. And historically, that's that's all. Yeah. Yeah. Like you even now, Americans want to see ourselves as a good guy, but every culture that we see, and this is a part of whiteness, it's a part of this is a part of what racism is. Yeah. The white mind says, You're different from me. Mm-hmm. 
whiteness being normal, your difference is abnormal. Mm. Right. I need to fix you by imposing as much of my whiteness upon you as you can get. Yep. Right. Whiteness is normal. I need to fix you. And that's what we do with every culture we encounter to this day. Yeah. And we, we do that even now. And then we get surprised. I feel like a lot of white people, and I don't get too sidetracked. I don't want to act like I'm condoning what happened in Orlando. Um, but even though I think the whole thing about him being a terrorist was bullshit, I think that was a whole other kind of thing. But when we do have authentic terrorists here, mm-hmm. wherever, I think a lot of Americans don't really understand how we're perceived by other parts of the world mm-hmm. and how we, you know, it's a, we have a history, particularly the white part, which is still kind of in control mm-hmm. of just destroying everybody we come in contact with. Yep, We're right. like a de- white people historically. Mm-hmm. Okay, huh? Some white people historically. Some white people historically have been kind of. I know white people like to pride themselves on. Oh, we we introduce civilization to the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. If you but... if you consider civilization putting all of your worth onto a naturally occurring recurring minerals like gold and stuff, and deciding that you know family's less important. And um, harmony is less important than like pieces of, of like metal and stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, by teaching people to value things, if right. you think that's what that's exactly you know, and by denaturing food and making ourselves live longer but be sicker, if you think that's progress, mm-hmm. then yes. But every culture white people have encountered throughout history, they've been kind of like a disease. Yeah, yeah. exactly. You know. Yeah. No. Definitely. Um, there's a couple of things I was and thinking also, about. And also, two saying more that. things. I just have to say this. Yeah. Number one, you got the Native Americans not because you outsmarted them, but they were so peaceful. They didn't see it coming. They weren't used to people so unscrupulous. And one thing I got to say too, I saw this happen a lot. White guys were like, "Well, blacks enslaved other blacks. Can we talk about that?" Yes, let's. One thing is, black slavery was so different because this is the thing. No other people understood how evil white people were. Right. Mm-hmm. Because black slavery is a black slave. A slave master could be punished for hurting a slave. Mm-hmm. Yep. A slave could grow up and marry the slave master's daughter. Yep. Mm-hmm. Slaves were there was more fairness and more balance. You were prisoners right. of war, like any culture. Yep. Mm-hmm. And they had no way of conceiving what white people thought slavery right. was. They had no clue that it was going to be the kind of. But, what, but white what people did, and that's what that's what makes it so fucked up. They yeah. knew exactly what they were planning mm-hmm. when they when they, they pulled known. those people over. Brought the, brought those people over here, mm-hmm. and yeah, the rest is history. The rest is history. Yeah, there's two things I was gonna say. One, and just for the sake of you know balance, we know that there are white allies, and there have been white allies for some time, even back in the civil rights era. There are white people who helped the cause. Yeah, you know, and I have a couple of white friends. One I just went out with the other night, and another one I haven't talked to in a while. She and I were communicating, and I do believe that as some of you love to use this word, they are woke. And um, they understand the history and the current situation. So shout out to the white allies. But that aside, to your question earlier about what are solutions, I think it depends on what the end goal is. You know, and I think there's many goals that can be attained. If the end goal is we want to stop being killed disproportionately in the streets by cops, then something has to change within the system in terms of how cops see black people or who's hired or something in that in that regard then some people say well hit them where it hurts it has to be the money, money. aspect yeah. so stop buying from white businesses and invest in black businesses and that's loaded in and of itself mm-hmm. um but i guess that can be a solution as well um for me i see it as you know keeping dialogue open to yeah. see if anyone is willing to challenge themselves and learn from yes, what's occurring and even you know ourselves to challenge our own selves to grow from this um but in addition to that i don't know y'all i don't want to be like a, a negative nancy but i do see a pattern where um it gets emotionally charged as it would Absolutely. be you know Absolutely. but then, then it fizzles it kind of down off. yeah but then another thing happens. happens yeah and then we get emotionally charged again and don't get me wrong protest it it, it it forms a sense of solidarity and you know just being in the energy with others walking arm in arm and all that kind of stuff that's great but where's the actual change happening now maybe the black lives matter has produced some type of change i heard that it's because of the black lives matter that the whole idea of cops having body cams mm. um is I'm, what came about I'm so glad you brought that up. maybe stuff like that is happening and that's good even though in this last incident the body cams fell off their bodies but anyhow well here's the thing you're gonna say <laughs> a law a new law was just passed private that body cam footage would no longer be available to the public as yep. of October 1st oh. of 2016. So, but we can again, still record. 
we, yeah, okay. we can still we can still record. Okay, but body cam footage would not be available to that's the cool. Their cameras just be dropping. But I was gonna say, but I was gonna say, see it no way. But I was gonna say, it's not like they ever released the right. shit exactly anyway. Exactly, you but it's nobody? just right. But the problem I have with that though is that. <laughs> It's oh, like no. it was like that right. was that was the whole point. It exactly. Was to, it was that to, thing we never have now right. we don't get it. <laughs> right. Oh. It was to it was to it was supposed to be a tool that allowed the community to trust the cops a little bit more. It but y'all volumes that the cameras just magically malfunction and fall right. off. And mm-hmm. yeah. So it's exactly. like, well, at this point. But you know, and I think too, even the financial going back to that. I think it's very short-sighted because I think the problem is that what yes. I really want to emphasize to our non-black listeners is that most racism, in my opinion, is subconscious or subliminal yeah. even um, in the messages we're, we're given and how we enact it. I don't think my personal feeling inside, this is not a fact-based thing, it's just a, a, I'm very shaman I'm a weird, warlocky, yeah. hippie dude. I feel like the cop that shot Philando, I don't believe he was evil. Don't yeah. stone me. I think that he grew up in a society that taught him to think that black people are 10 times more dangerous than white aggressive yeah Yeah. and i think that he was trained so deeply i think a lot of other white people in this position would have done the same thing yeah i think that the problem is not that you have we have to hurt these white people because a lot of them who are racist don't even think they are right they genuinely if you hook them up to a lot like i'm gonna tell you some of y'all's friends i need to tell you all this story and it's so important to me I was threatened with a lawsuit when I tried to tell it before. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do a short version. I'm going to obscure some things on purpose. Mm-hmm. Boop, boop. But boop I'm going to tell boop, it. Boop, boop. So I worked, I've worked at many. Um, I've, even though I've, you know, I have the company A Approach mm-hmm. Teacher's Voice, mm-hmm. I've been contracted by many different performing arts institutions from the DC Youth Ensemble to the C Schools program to the yeah. Brown Performing Arts Center. I've been multiple ones. I can go on and on. So I'm not going to name which one. But that being said, I worked at a at a at an institution where there was a white woman in charge, which is pretty much almost all of them I've ever worked at. So that's gonna keep it obscure. <laughs> um, and uh, I was contracted to develop a voice program, and so I did. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had a meeting with let's call her Marsha. Mm-hmm. I had a meeting with Marsha. I just told somebody this story, by the who way. Who was the head of the whole program, mm-hmm. and. She's a lovely woman. Mm-hmm. And I believe with all my heart that if somebody came in shooting, she would take a bullet from me. Mm-hmm. I really do. Mm-hmm. Um, she's white. She's super white. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to say that much without giving too much away. Mm-hmm. So we're, we're having a meeting about, you know, artsy stuff, mm-hmm. business. And um, we hear the little beep beep. You know, the somebody opened the office door. You can kind of, it like lets you like a little chime kind of mm-hmm. thing. And um, we're like, what the hell? We could hear like stirring. And we walk out to like, there's a bunch of little mini offices. We mm-hmm. walk out to like a front office by the secretary's desk. And there's this huge hulking six foot four black guy mm-hmm. who's straggling out. And we're like, oh, what the hell? Like, and he was big as fuck. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, yeah. He was big. But he was also well-dressed. A polo shirt's tucked in with a little emblem. Like, like the little emblems when you work at a particular yeah. khaki slacks, mm-hmm. nice shoes, um, dark brown skinned guy. Nice looking, but he looked out of it. Like maybe, I thought drugs immediately, to be mm-hmm. honest. I was like, mm-hmm. this dude's on drugs. Mm-hmm. Eyes glazed over. Um, Marsha's freaking out. Mm-hmm. And he walks right past us and leaves. Mm-hmm. And so I immediately run behind him and I lock the door. And we call the police. Mm. And I tell Marsha, check in the office, make sure nothing's stolen. This is me. Mm-hmm. Not being racist. This random ass dude is in the office. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So something's crazy. You know, so I can acknowledge that. I was like, hey, let's figure out what the hell's going on. Exactly. So the cops come and Marsha reveals nothing was stolen. Mm-hmm. Nothing was stolen. Nothing. We weren't molested in any way. Mm-hmm. Um, weren't harmed. Um, cause molested doesn't just mean sexually touched. I realize I mean, not weren't molested. We, we, we weren't touched or rough, nothing. He, he didn't even seem to notice we were there. Mm-hmm. So the cops are coming and Marsha and I are standing side by side. Mm-hmm. I'm talking to a cop. She's talking to a cop and I'm telling my cop what happened. And then I hear her talking cause she's hysterical. Mm-hmm. She goes, and then this man, he comes towards me and he, this look in his eyes, like he wants to, like he wants to kind of ravage me. And he, he lunges toward me as if to attack or to take me. And Eric was there and Eric chased him off. And it wasn't, if it wasn't for Eric, mm-hmm. that man would have had, I don't know what he would have done to me. Mm-hmm. I, had, I was like, whoa, 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 no, 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 no. That's not what happened. That's not what happened. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Whoa. I was like, no, he looked like he was really out of it. I don't think he pays attention to us at all. Well, it seemed as if he was going to attack me. Mm-hmm. This is the thing, y'all. See, no. This is my point. This is my point. Is Marsha a hateful racist who wants to see all black people dead? Absolutely not. 
But had you hooked her up to a lie detector test, she would have passed. And you know mm. why? Because in her white mind, trained by America, this she was telling the truth in yeah. her mind. Mm -hmm. It was a lie. Mm -hmm. And the, the, the fucked up thing is, had I not been there to see it, I would have believed her because yep. she believed it. Yep. But seeing it with my own two eyes, it turns out the guy had, didn't take his meds that day, had a mm. mental episode, lived blocks away, family man, well of high repute, good good reputation, no no problems. But had I not been there, that would have been on him. Mm -hmm. That would like people would have thought. Yeah. Like, and I was like, that's what scares me about racism because for a lot of white people, they don't hate you, so they think they're not racist. That's why white people can't accept racism because they think it means hate. They think it means you have to be a bad person. Mm -hmm. Marsha is not. She's not hateful. She's not a quote unquote bad person, not yep. on purpose. Mm -hmm. But unconsciously, she believes or she she just accepts as fact that black people are a certain way mm -hmm. and that's the danger and that's we have to have honest and open conversations yeah. to yeah. start to get rid of this stuff i totally agree and that even makes me think about my solution or my goal or my desire my dream or whatever for people to coexist more peaceably and so and with that considered how do we take the conversation in that direction where people can see each other more transparently and learn wait a minute i was wrong about my presuppositions you're actually not that way or i'm not this way or whatever like what See, needs to happen I, in that regard i, I feel like that, the hearts and minds of people need to be changed that's and, and then that's the hard we'll start part to see, on well, both right. sides yes yeah on yes. both sides yeah on that's, both sides that's definitely it's like how do you get everybody to actually sit down and listen to each other like actually get to learn right. like who you are and get like, out feeling attacked right exactly and like what yeah. platform do you open up for that we that's, kill that's the all thing. the humans <laughs> black white and everything else and just start, start over. over i was gonna say uh maybe leave the asians i feel like they could figure it out they might not the not not was it the south koreans <laughs> or is it north korea it's north not, koreans yeah not the north koreans <laughs> yeah but the, the Asians in general seem to have a better handle well, on maybe this. maybe it is South Korean. Exactly. I don't even know. Shit. I was going to say, get, yeah, what's her name's got to delete a class? What's the, what's the white lady's name that's circling? Um, Jane, Elliott. Jane Elliott. Jane Elliott. No, yeah. seriously. She, I love that video because it, it really does. Yeah, does it's like yeah. whenever I present that to a white person. Which that, video? The the um the the one you recently posted oh, okay which about like if, who here would, would choose to be would black? you stand yeah, exactly. that's one of a couple that's probably yeah. the most popular one right now it is yeah as yeah. it should be because it's like you know there's one where a white girl leaves and she curses her out but anyway I'm that sorry. shit is hilarious i'm it's, sorry it is <laughs> it's pretty great. i was like i couldn't out. even understand what she said i am a white woman in that's right. basically and look what's her name again Jane? Jane no. Elliott, yeah. She wouldn't let her off the hook. Cause when she came back into the room. She's like, no. Right, right. Because no, she was like, no, Even I'd be like, damn, Jane, you can easily. <laughs> right, 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 right. Damn. damn. She's like, I'm sorry that racism exists. No, 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 no you no. will not say that. <laughs> you will apologize for what you just did. But I'm you will leave. What you were saying. Yeah, go ahead. No, but um, I, I think presenting that type of, like, that's very, that's very eye-opening. Mm -hmm. And I, I could. I feel like it would be very eye-opening for for white people. Yeah. And then it, I, in my some. head, I was like, exactly. Because in my I've head, some video specials where some people still don't get it. Because yeah. yeah. I, I was thinking, end. like, yep. I was like, nowadays, I feel like somebody mm -hmm. would stand up in that room, but mm -hmm. they would be doing it for the wrong reasons, um, more so to try to show that you know this is this is ridiculous, and I am for black people, mm -hmm. and I would you know like nobody's right. treated any differently. I bullshit. believe that too. Yeah. Absolute bullshit. But I know somebody would stand up. So it's like, what do we do? to dive into the minds of of, of people to, to change to yeah. try to change this well i think that well you know being transparent but here's the thing though i keep going back and forth because even everyone in this room we have been around white people and we have been transparent they have seen what we can be and what they can be and they still tripped you know what i mean you know, yeah. but this is the thing i don't I know i think that we have to force uncomfortable conversations i'm gonna tell you a lot of yeah. those white people that know me so well mm -hmm. y'all know i've been posting some interesting stuff on social media right to mm -hmm. the point where everybody including my own parents have been like now eric you know you risking it <laughs> like one one of my friends is like, man, don't you know you a magic Negro? Yeah. You're the kind of black person that white people don't think about your blackness, and mm -hmm. you are throwing it in their face like you're risking your success. Mm -hmm. I've been I've been told that by black yeah. people, like, yeah. hey, Eric, you don't have to be the one. Like you risking it, like you could, you're acceptable. Mm -hmm. Like you're you're the Kerry Washington kind of black. You know what I mean? Right. Like you're, you're the Beyonce Kerry Washington black. Mm -hmm. You don't have to do this. But what I've learned, a lot of my white friends talking to them they were extremely uncomfortable mm -hmm. and being really good at reading people, even though I don't, I don't feel like you have to be that good at reading people to see how uncomfortable they were. Um, their discomfort was easily readily apparent in their faces. I forced a conversation anyway. Mm -hmm. And in the end, I got a lot of thank yous. Cause I find that a lot of 
a lot of times we think our white friends mm-hmm. understand because we've been so clear with them. They don't. No. Right. And they, they don't. They don't. They really don't. Because I'm going to tell you, I had I have a, a white friend who, a uh, white, straight male friend. Mm-hmm. We say, I love you when the conversations end. Mm-hmm. And he had the nerve to tell me, and he knows me well. He was like, well, you know, a lot of those guys who deal with that stuff, though, you know, they're they're like every race has it's like the like white people have those black people have that like it's not a black people Eric. everybody and he was like the, the the black people that get it so i told him the story of like right before i quit one mm-hmm. of the jobs mm-hmm. how i was being harassed by the cops on a regular basis and how despite my education despite my my <laughs> despite my um incredible mm-hmm. command over the english language despite my perspicacity despite yeah yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> look um, it up y'all look it up <laughs> i'm gonna look it up after the podcast go ahead no, I'm playing. <laughs> <laughs> Not just this, kidding. despite my um what was heralded at this place that i worked as this as this uncanny ability to remain calm and level-headed even during the most hostile, even within the most hostile environments, I was still treated like trash. Mm-hmm. I've been thrown up against the car. I've been thrown up to the ground. I've right. had my clothes torn. Mm-hmm. I, I've been, I've had police encounters where by the time it was over, it looked like I had been raped. Right. And in a way I had. Mm-hmm. And I was sharing in more detail. I'm not going to give you all another long-winded ass story. Um, I might do even do a YouTube video on yeah. it. But um, by the time I finished telling this dude the story, my white friend, he was like, I had no... I and I was, I was like, what I, I was like, the reason why, I'm, why it hurts me, and I was I had tears in my eyes and everything. The reason why it hurts me to hear you say this is because I'm when white people say I have a black friend, I'm often the black friend. Same For a lot yeah, of my white yeah. friends, Ditto. I am the black friend mm-hmm. that they have, Ditto. the only one that they know personally. Yep. Right. And when they get comfortable enough, and I told this to him, and Stephen, if you're listening, it's a common name. See, I told this to him, I've learned that when you get a, when you let a white person get comfortable enough. Mm-hmm. They will reveal their racism to you. Yeah. And the scariest thing is when they reveal it, they don't even know they're revealing it. Exactly. That's yep. what's so scary to me. Because he was saying this stuff like, and I was like, look, I was like, one of the worst things, as you guys know, mm-hmm. when I told the people at the institution what was happening or what had happened, <laughs> the same people who told me that I was this calming presence, I was mm-hmm. regal, I was so I was so level-headed and calm and smart and wise beyond my years. And they wanted me at every parent um, teacher uh, talk because I was just so calming. When I told them what happened, mm-hmm. well, what did you do? What did you do to deserve this? Right. Yeah, were you yeah. were you aggressive? Right. Were you disrespectful? Mm-hmm. Me, the person who you you heralded, you proclaimed how how I was the anti- antithesis of all these things. Mm-hmm. Yep. I was I was the epitome of calm. Right. I was this paragon of virtue. And so now suddenly, because it's too much, oh, no, Eric, I just can't believe that. And then, and I don't know if I ever told you all this, I think you know, but when one of the other teachers was there and he was like, like voice cracking, I saw what was happening to you, Eric, and I'm sorry. I wanted to help you, but I didn't know what to do. And those other white people looked at him with so much anger because he, here he was, he was breaking the code. Yep. He was admitting it. And he's like, I have friends on the police force. I know they do it. Mm-hmm. I know they do it, and I hate that they do it, but I know they do it. Mm-hmm. And he was on the ver- a huge white guy, the, like the definition of redneck, like yeah. Rubicon neck, like mm-hmm. right. redneck, <laughs> right? Like, and so, like, and then <laughs> one of the other teachers goes, "Well, Eric, black people aren't the only people with problems." One time when I was sixteen, I worked at a shoe store, and this black girl used to call me little white girl. See, when it comes to stuff like that. <laughs> I don't. Here's my thing. I, my idea is no. for all of us to be unified, but I just think some people are just not going to get it. And, and I, was, I was like, oh, okay. And little Susan over there talking about oh, that little yeah, let's example. Call her Susan. I was like, okay, Susan. No. I guess we've both been through the ringer. Then no. I got I got physically abused and got my clo- white clothes fragility. torn, and you got called a little white girl. So I guess it's about what and what. Then no. you got me there. No, I guess it's about the same. What the fuck? Ever. You know, some people. Oh, gosh, I have so many thoughts when you were talking. <laughs> I'm gonna leave back. No, 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 it's good. It's good. It's good. It's good. This, there's a couple of things. Well, first of all, let me back up and say this: with what you're saying about forcing the um, uncomfortable conversations, yeah. and what you're saying is what type of format platform right. could that be done? I definitely think that in moving in that direction as a solution, that it best be done in person 
or where they can actually hear the voice because this whole thing of trying to change people's hearts via social media is yeah, not oh, working. Oh, that's never going to work. It's no. not oh, working, no, 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 you know. No, no. It's just it's just I mean, don't no. get me wrong. I know we all do it to express and that's fine, that's but I think I we I need to, no Yeah, we need to actually be in the same room and hearing each other's voices, seeing the body that's language. I think it starts and I think personal relationships. Yeah, personal saying, relationships like, is so much more powerful. Interpersonal relationships. When I think about the area that we're in, like even ourselves, I'm mm. like, okay, what can we like what plat- platform mm. can we open up to where we invite people in? And we like literally just, just sit down and have these conversations. We can like, literally I, host I, I like really, a thing. Like I actually want to do this. And you know what's yeah. so smart about that? If we get a bunch of white people, check them at the door though. Check yeah. them at the door. And, and so, well, of course, and yeah, no, yeah. Se- no, no, seriously. And, and, just, and one step further, surprise them, get them bound and gagged. Right. <laughs> then straight jackets, straight jackets. Right. Um, electrified seats. So if they move, they get a shock. And we just force them to listen with the little, you know, the little things that, what do you call the little things that, that brace the, the eyes, eyes open? open. <laughs> you know, yeah. like clockwork orange. <laughs> and, um, yeah, and we've just forced them to listen, physically forced them. Yeah. Um, painfully. Painfully. And then eventually <laughs> they develop Stockholm Syndrome. Right. It's the only way. No, I, it's going to be, I think that to me, the the best thing you could do is begin with, the, I think that it's a, it's the same way that I teach people to grow their business. Yeah. Start with people. Don't try to get everybody at once. It's not the Absolutely. way it works. Yeah. Exactly. If you, con- if you convert someone into an into a true believer, mm-hmm. they will convert others. Yeah, exactly. So the person who already knows you, start. you have a head start. Yeah, interpersonal relationships. Like the people who, the who white people know. who I've talked to and I've been spending this whole week, I've been yeah. to the point where I woke up with a fever the other day. I was like, this stress is killing me. Yeah. I felt like I was the damn spokesperson for all black people. Right. And I was just talking to them one by one. And every single one of them. Mm-hmm was like well the exception of one but i didn't know him that well but every single one of them and it was like maybe like 10 of them Mm -hmm. were like thank you Mm -hmm. when it was all over like thank you no definitely and and they were like i didn't know i didn't know and coming from you eric it can be much more and not just from a random person on the tv where they villainized and managed to bring up every the one picture where they but they got like a baseball bat going to practice or whatever you know what i mean yeah yeah so it's like yeah, it's it's just kind of hard for them to, especially since black, since white people don't have a point of reference for the guy outside selling CDs. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. We know that there's a harmless yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. There, there was a guy selling CDs at every barbershop I've ever. Exactly. CDs, DVDs, CDs, DVDs. Like, come on. And just gotta, and and I have a lot of people. I have people in my own family who have records and stuff. Doesn't. But right. again, you have to understand that statistically, black people are punished. Much more harshly yeah. for the exact, yes, same crimes are. exact same crimes. White people have Which way more drug use than we you. have, but yeah, we get punished. My friend, mm-hmm. it's crazy, but that brings up all the studies. No, yeah, you know that show that white black white people could black people consistently get treated differently in almost every walk of life. With studies done by by Stanford yeah. and studies done by UCLA, they prove that white people have less empathy empathy for our pain. Yeah, and that cops see us as more guilty, even at even as children. Yep. You know that's. Studies like that and the reality of what we're facing makes me think of another solution. And this is not my solution, but some people feel when they talk about invest only in black businesses and all that kind of stuff, they're basically doing the whole separate but equal type thing. Yeah. And, and they, some people feel like white people ain't going to change. Mm-hmm. None of them, you know, and of course, we're not overreaching in this room, but they're not going to change. So let's just be separate. And I guess that's some people's, you know, idea. I pr- would prefer that we all could, you know, co-join, but... I don't well, know. I mean, in in some ways, this this what what was that? <laughs> that was just me saying I don't I don't want to I don't want to. <laughs> I mean, what I'm what I'm saying is no, like I'm, yeah. I'm just being stupid. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I you totally know, understand what you meant. Yeah. You know, I mean, I feel that 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 that's my idea. Of course, it's not going to be you know everyone always agrees. I mean, fuck. Black Lives Matter, okay, sure, but if you're gay and black, you know, Michael, listen, I, that's what I mean. no. I'm gonna punch you in the face. Mm-hmm. That was about to be my next point. Like, Seriously. people, please notice that yeah. black uh, black LGBT have stood with you guys, yes, thank they you, have. but y'all have not reciprocated. No, Can y'all yes, remember we this have. the next nope. time niggas right. go around shooting us down? Mm-hmm. Thank well, you. Well, by niggas, I mean anybody. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> I'm black, so I can say <laughs> Black Lives Matter. <laughs> black Lives Matter. Black Lives Matter. <laughs> but that's true, though. No, that's real. The next time people go around trying to shoot up gay folk, can y'all remember right. that we stood with y'all? Exactly. No, that's an important point because the um, what was the leader of the um, Black Lives Matter movement yeah, what's his was name? recently arrested. Whatever. I can't remember his name, yeah. of course. Is he gay? Yes, he is. Mm. And there were... Um, tweets, of mm-hmm. course, on on Twitter, where people were saying that, damn, you know, I wish you weren't gay. That's, you know, that's I, I can't follow the movement now. You know, just the ignorance, of course, See, I'm follow. About- 
because he's gay. And I and so to my like, knowledge, mixed, yo. and I could I'm be mixed. I could be I know right. I'm I could mixed. be wrong, but to my knowledge, only black people are doing that. Of course, it was it the was white straight male black. I, I'm mixed, yeah. so I don't really I don't have a part in either side. Either. But I'm that that mean. goes into the whole Shit fragility. Like that made me want to give up the race though. That right. goes into the whole fragility of black black masculinity. Mm-hmm. Like oh, it'd be nice and fragile. Please, that's a whole nother. That's nice a whole that's a whole nother podcast to be that's honest. And thing. as a matter of fact, we will talk about that because yes, I have a will. whole lot to say about that shit. Yes. And while we're talking about this, for some of our listeners, you know, it's it's important that we have these conversations because it's the reality of the such situation. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, just know that always just having positive thoughts and only focusing on the goodness and stuff is is not um it's not ideal, it's not realistic. We say that because we have some viewers who um don't really get with some of our podcasts feeling that we're always talking about negative stuff. Right. You know, but just to let y'all know that we're, we also try to offer solutions as well. And we just realized that wishing for the best all the time without actually talking about what the issues are, um, it's not realistic. So well, anytime some you tune people, into our podcast, we're going to talk about it all. Yeah. I know some people who, who have plainly told me, they were like, well, I don't want anything to do with any of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Come on. y'all. And I'm like, not, you can't like you live here. You got to engage. You're, you're black right, right. <laughs> and you're gay All like right. I'm, I'm come on now to engage in three two okay look yes. y'all i seem to attract a lot of like new agey or what some people might even consider ancient wisdom people who really are fans of, like the law of attraction on, which I can get with. and even like, even people who right. are super religious and they say i'm just gonna pray i'm just gonna send out positive. oh lord let's oh, talk about oh, the prayer warriors oh, oh i'm just gonna send out yeah prayer warriors and law of attraction like uh light workers and stuff like that. I'm going to tell y'all something. Part of my job is kind of life coaching these days. And I help people to affect real change in their lives on a number mm-hmm. from health to business to love life to whatever. And one of the things mm-hmm. that I've learned is that I encounter a lot of people like you who just want to go hide in the closet and send out positive vibes. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to tell you the way you got for those of you who don't know what this is. This may seem way out of left field. But as Michael is saying, I get a lot of comments like this on my social media. Mm-hmm. The law of attraction does not mean that you delude yourself in, in a land of make-believe. Mm-hmm. It means that you honestly assess what presently is. Mm-hmm. Then you decide, because mm-hmm. you if you have divinity within, and you do as a human being, at least as what a, right. some of us believe, right. that you can decide to change your life. Mm-hmm. And when you make the decision, you then focus on what you do want exactly. right. and not on what you don't want. Granted. Right. So that doesn't mean focusing on positive. Right. It doesn't mean that you don't do anything. Right. It means that you wait for opportunity, inspiration, and people. So if you want a better world, you don't just hide yourself and say, I'm just focusing on positive. No. You reach out to people mm-hmm. and you affect someone in, co- in the corporeal reality. Yes. It means that when you have inspiration to do some project mm-hmm. or something, you do that, whether it be through art or through an organization or through a friend, and you reach out to people. Yep. Or it means that when, you, when, at one, when your law of attraction brings somebody into your path who needs your edification, Edification, mm-hmm. you edify that person yep. it does not mean that you hide put your head in the sand or in your prayer closet and just radiate hope right yeah, bitch exactly. get on top and do, do some, some work, work. Right. Some, do something work. do something that is yep. so That's, true the law of attraction does not mean inaction yeah and when y'all say it, i'm like no wonder y'all lives be fucked mm-hmm. i see these people who be doing their health be so many aspects of their lives are just pray. all askew just and all they're doing it. is hoping and wishing and praying do something yeah. like y'all are copping out i believe that we have a collective intelligence a collective conscious mm-hmm. where we all have access to truth right and i think that on some level a lot of people y'all know that y'all on some bullshit so i'm just gonna go and just hide and just raise <laughs> my frequency how about i'm gonna vibrate high if you believe that we all are connected <laughs> How about you go and help somebody else raise their frequency? Exactly. Right. Yeah, there's a bit of a challenge sometimes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But go like that's why I posted this quote by Plato basically saying, for those of us who are enlightened, yeah. it falls upon us to go back and help people out, even even though there's some risk to it. There is. You know, somebody was like, Well, you know, you're gonna lower your frequency. Mm. All I can say is every time I hear somebody say, All we all we can do is pray, I roll my eyes. I'm letting y'all know I roll my eyes. So if you say that to me, I'm mm-hmm. rolling my eyes at you. I roll my eyes too because that. when I, I was I really just that's not all we can do. Like, exactly. You're here in a physical form. Like you can mm-hmm. actually do more. A lot more. You, you when know I that. when I was immersed in the church culture, um, anytime I heard, you know, I'm just gonna pray about it and I would observe their lives. You're right, that's all they was doing praying. That's, that's well, you know what's so funny? Doing. Even even for Christiany people, mm-hmm. the Book of Acts, mm-hmm. it's Acts. 
Jesus did shit. You know exactly. I mean? Jesus didn't just go and just ma- he didn't even wave his hand. He had magical abilities and shit, right? He didn't. He went out and did stuff and interacted. Like he yeah. did stuff with faith and all right. that. You know, is loads of faith yep. and, and faith, faith, faith. Yeah. Mustard seeds and don't doubt and every all that goodness. Where the works but He at. went out and did stuff. Fire, fire, y'all people. Fire, fire. Y'all people kill me. You got yeah. to do. Something. We have to. Let's come together and do it, y'all. Well, I tell you, the them slave owners did a number on us. Let's just let's just give in. We're just so weak. Yeah, that defeatist ad- attitude. Is, yeah. It, it, ooh, it let's just burns exactly. me. Let's just, burns me yes, up. it does. Let's just endure this burden, and mm-hmm. we'll reap the rewards in the next life. Yeah. But I I, I really love the idea that we and I'm just, we threw out a lot of solutions and ideas. But the whole affecting your circle. Yeah. Um. We just can't harp on that enough because, again, yes, social media allows us to reach out to thousands. But once you log off of Facebook and and Snapchat and Instagram and all that and you go into your world, your office, your gym or whatever, that's the time to live what we're talking about. You know, so if you know some people who need to have that you need to have that conversation with or some child you can affect or whatever then do that and that's something that could change that working with kids mentoring children is one of the most powerful things we could do it is most powerful teaching them self love affirming them generously um, mm-hmm. educating them, yeah. being there to guide them. Yep. And like I said, doing this for, I've been teaching professionally, professionally since I was 19 years old mm-hmm. and every step of the way, even though I work with recording artists and blah, 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 so it's cute or whatever, mm-hmm. but I always need time to work with kids. And at this point, I have kids who I've worked with who graduated from college Yeah, yep. and they hear them say, it's because of you. Yeah. yeah. And, you have a powerful effect. Like, you know, you, it's empowering to know that mm-hmm. someone else gives a damn. Exactly. And because That's so true. Uh, we can make a whole other podcast about this because the black community has so many issues within the family. Yes, home, it whatever. does. We're so fragmented. Need, it's oh so my gosh. powerful. And I hate when I hear like militant, allegedly woke, allegedly people go on and on and on. Like, but what are you doing? Well, you know, being woke. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> um, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, what have you done? What are you done? actually doing? I feel like one of the easiest yeah. things you could do in terms of conceptually is go work with kids. Mm-hmm. Now, the, the act of it is not easy because they will try your ass. They sure but will. what I mean is, one of the you know, simplest. I know. <laughs> I, I know you do. <laughs> You've worked with some of those exact same kids. <laughs> exactly. So I, I know. It is. Ooh, child. Ooh. Things are not going to get easier. It can be challenging. Yeah. Punching your mu- But see, but that's, that's no. the work. <laughs> that's the work that needs to be done. You know, yes. it's. With sensationalism no, and just yeah. wanting to be seen as, you know, having the right things to say on social media, any of us can be heroes. Of course. Yeah. But actually putting that work in with, like you said, the kids and mm-hmm. our communities and stuff, yep. that's where it has to happen. And that's one thing that I do kind of miss. Well, I can't say that because there are some people doing that. First of all, I know, we know there are some of us who are, is, who are doing that. But, um, but one thing I do love is that during the civil rights movement, um, beyond the marches and stuff, they were really putting in oh, that work to a make lot change. Of work, please. Mm-hmm. You know, Absolutely. not just newspaper articles and not just, you know, protests, but there's just so much to push for policy changes and changing how people see each other. And so if we want to live in peace and harmony, we're gonna to need, to, do we need that. to get these damn people off the hill. That's that's the real problem. Y'all be worried about the presidency and shit. That's not where well, that's not where the problem is. It's all yeah. a conspiracy by the government to divide and conquer. That's what well. they're saying. To get us all bickering and we don't notice that wrong people slip into office and that they're poisoning the water and this and that. Here's the thing about that. Yes, <laughs> I've heard that many, many times. But are they just assuming that we don't know that that's happening too? Like, for instance, I'm aware of what Hillary and all them are doing, but I'm also aware of what's happening in the streets. So, right. But maybe some other people get distracted. Some people do get completely distracted. Well, like, yeah. and, they don't know, and they don't know who to vote a, for. There's a shiny ball that's the, over here. And, and these yeah. are conspiracy theories, so you know, they're, yeah, they they're may questionable. Not be, yeah, they're but questionable. the most plausible one that I've heard is that this is all a ploy to create a race war in which um, they will have an excuse to take away everybody's guns and exert military and rule. And martial law. Now that martial I, can, law. I can yeah. definitely see. I can too. I can definitely see that, and oof. and that and that the police officers weren't killed by any black guy, well, or at least by a black guy that worked for the government, right. and that it was all part of like the grander scheme of things. Mm, right. Well, I can see that too. Well, I mean, it, it was just a really confusing situation because you heard there were multiple mm-hmm. shooters, and then there was only one, and they blew him up with a bomb, and there was nothing left, and it was like, okay, yeah. so yeah. what? And that's another thing. <laughs> it, Apparently, it was just that, a lot. That's causing a whole big outcry in the sense of Robots. they got him. A robot blew, blowed him up, like blew him up. A robot. A robot, yeah. When did they start doing that? Exactly. And when are they going to start using that? That's the first time that ever happened. Can they going to have a little drone come and shoot on us and stuff? Like, I don't know. I don't know. 
It just opens up. Let's not even forget about the fact that they named the wrong guy, had his face all up on the news. Exactly. And and right, and I heard it took days before the. Yeah. Oh, he's still paper. getting. He's still getting like threats and shit. Mm. But you know, that's just that's the way the cookie. I crumbles. don't know. There's some. There is a lot going on. I will say that. There. Yeah. You know, more than meets the eye as well. But all I know is I'm just gonna pray and I'm just gonna. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm okay. sending my thoughts and prayers. Sending up my tears. <laughs> my thoughts well, and prayers. Any closing remarks? I think we said a lot. We did. We did say a lot. But I think it was cool though. So let us hear what you all have to, you all have to say. And not just, you know, your outrage and all of that. We do want to hear that. You know, feel free. We accept all comments. Well, not all, because you got crazy. We ain't gonna approve it anyways. But Send in your comments and your thoughts. But if you have any solutions or any ideas on how, you know, we all can go further and go forward from what's happening in today's society, in our society, then let us know. Please. You know? And I want to say one more thing and I'm going to leave it alone. When we talk about America thinking that they're the center of the world and all of that, I get it. I know some people don't mean it literally, but I've seen some comments based off of what's happening you know, here mm -hmm. people say, "Oh my gosh, the world is in turmoil right now, and this the world is just in a, a, a bad place." And I just thought it was kind of funny that the whole perspective was what was happening in the states. Exactly. You know, um, sometimes uh, Americans we can be so self-centered, yeah. and don't oh, think yeah. beyond ourselves. There's some stuff that, in in a lot of respects, is happening way way worse in other countries that they don't even have no clue about. Exactly. Of exactly. Yeah. But anyways, that was just a tangent. Mm -hmm. So yeah, hit us back with y'all's thoughts, and we will see y'all next time. Next time. Come on.